What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, to a living legend of the Dusty Dimes podcast here. I am your host, TJ, with my co-host, Tucker. What is up, Tuck? What's going on, TJ? Oh, we got a good one here. Got a good one here with uh, CPP living legend, Liam Gregg. (laughs) So give me a little background on this guy. Uh, dude's an animal. Uh, I don't know how many fucking suspensions he had last year. Uh, but he did them all for good reasoning. That that's all I know. I, I literally met the kid. I knew who he was last year. Um, knew what he was about and everything. Didn't really know him until this season. Okay. When he came to watch, excuse me, when he came to watch, um, you know, my guys play and everything, and he's watching the other 18s play. And the guy, the guys, you know, all heart, man, all heart. Like, yeah, good, good player, all heart means well. But, you know, he's just, he's a savage. And speaking of the savage, Liam Gregg, what's up, Liam? What's going on, man? How you doing? And good, good. Uh, my co host Tucker here, I was just filling him in who you were, what you're about, and everything. And, you know, just, just happy to have you on the podcast. You know, it's, it's funny that when I tell people or advertise who I was having on the podcast, it, uh, the, the Instagram blew up and everybody at the rinks talking about it. And, you know, Lowry and Will are like, you're really having Liam on the podcast. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, Will and Lowry, you know, they're they're anti lifters for sure. <laughs> that's, that's one thing I can tell you, you know, they, they oppressed us a lot last season, but they did take us very far. But, you know. I'm I'm happy to be on the podcast. Now, now speaking of last year, right? And and I'll be honest with you, and I was telling Tucker, I knew who you were last year, but I didn't know who you were. Does that make sense? Yeah, you never met me. Yeah, so when, you know, I see who you are and I'm like, God, this fucking guy's an asshole. And then I really get and then I get to meet you and actually talk to you like you're a great fucking guy. Well, I appreciate it, man. You know, I, I think I get that a lot. I think a lot of people, like, especially if you're playing against me, you know, you're like, oh, this dude's an asshole. But then you get to know me, and you're like, oh, this this dude's, like, super based. And- oh, I, I, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, you know, in, you were at one of our – not one of our games, U18 AA game, when, you know, shit, shit broke out in the parking lot and the rink and everything, and you <laughs> – <laughs> against Team A, we'll use that, okay? Team A. Okay. And, and uh, you were you were literally like your one liners left and right, left and right. And my wife looked at me and was like, holy shit, this fucking guy's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. well, I mean, that, that game was a shit show first off. Um, but I, I couldn't help but, you know, just make jokes about it. I just I thought that was that was a crazy game. No, it was. Oh, it was yeah. hands down. And, you know, for the people listening didn't know, you know, our, our team was down two to one going into the third period. And we ended up coming coming back and winning three two. And the other team didn't like it. They threw a fit. They threw a fit. And yeah. if you know hockey and DVHL, you know who we're talking about. But, um, yeah, so that's what happened. They threw a fit. Parents were throwing a fit. You know, it's just – and I think with my guys, the, you know, with my guys and then Will's guys 
and Lowry, you know, with Will and Lowry's guys, you being at the rink, Liam, just sets off, you know, the boys and it gets them fucking jacked up. Oh, dude, they text me every weekend. They're like, we got a game at this place. <laughs> They're like, you got to show up. You got to show up. We need you there. And it's like, I, I definitely see that when I'm there, the energy's different. Oh, 100%. Uh, you know, like, I know that, you know, they look up to me as like, you know, like the the biggest lifter. You know, I, I taught them everything they know about lifting and all. And, uh, you know, I, I miss going to the games, but I don't always have time. But when I do get to go, it's always fun to see how crazy everybody gets. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, going back to last year, you're, you're playing. Yeah. How, how many suspensions did you have? I, I knew you had suspensions, and I was telling Tucker about it. How many, and were they for good reasoning? So, in total, we probably played around 50-plus games. Mm-hmm. And if I had to be honest, I was probably suspended for a good 15 to 20 of them. <laughs> <laughs> for good uh, reasoning sometimes good reasoning there was times i was defending my teammates and then there was times i was just being a dumbass and then there was times i totally got oppressed you know and it wasn't fair yeah you know because like there there was times that the ref i, I got a, a penalty last year and they they kicked me out for this i i hit a kid that it was it was a clean hit and the ref came to me and he's like oh we gotta kick you out because you hit him too hard he didn't even know what the call, what penalty it was. He just said you hit him too hard. And uh, yeah, who, okay. Now, who was that against? You could say this. Who was it against? Oh, I gotta think. I think that that was against the Howard Huskies. That was in the the EJ. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, we were. I think we were losing that game. We were down, or we lost an OT. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was like tied three three, and after a huge hit in the third period, I. <laughs> it was a big hit, and ref put his arm up and he didn't even figure out what the penalty was for like five minutes. He's just like, you're, you're done. You're out of here. And I didn't have my four penalties yet, you know? Uh, so, so what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you give you a two and a 10 and a game? I think he gave me five in a game. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Just now, for the, it was a clean hit, you know, but he, he called the penalties like you hit him too hard. Now, if you could, if you could take, you know, we'll say two things of last year besides your championship run. What would you take away from last year that was beneficial for you and your teammates? Beneficial? Um, I would say, you know, we definitely had to learn maybe a little bit of composure because I knew the league was definitely watching us Mm -hmm. closely and everything we did, you know, because the the league did not like us last year. I can tell you that. The refs did not like us. So I think uh, just a little bit of composure was one thing that we learned. Uh, And I just think uh, probably – you know, brotherhood as well. I think we were a really close-knit team last year, you know, yeah. especially since we went to the championship. And I think that was one of the things I, I had never really experienced. That was my first championship I'd ever won. And uh, it was something I'd never really, like, experienced on a hockey team before. Now, you say you say the brotherhood thing, and I, I see that within, you know, David. David and Gavin and, you know, Barsh and Dumpy bringing it over to my team this year. Oh yeah, they were they were based and they were yeah. you know big parts of the team last year. And I know Gavin's he's he's captain this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's captain. I don't know who your assistant captains are, but I have David, uh David, Zeb, and Walt are the are the A's. Okay. Yeah, see, so those guys like you know, last year, like like I told you, everybody was it was like there was no no ego on the team where people didn't like each other. Like there was times when we'd argue or whatever here and there, but you make up 
you know, yeah. when you were done with it. Like it wasn't like people just couldn't stand to be around each other. And I've never really been on a team like that before. <laughs> There's always been that one guy or a couple of guys that just don't get along and make it miserable for everybody else. Um, but it wasn't like that last year. I, I got to say that was probably one of the biggest reasons we went as far as we did. Now, if you you could say something about Lowry and Will, go Lowry first. What would you say to him to that? What an impact on your youth hockey career? Well, Mao was a great leader, great leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you know he was a hard ass <clears throat> for sure. But uh, you know, if if you messed up, you'd get sent to labor camp. You're doing suicides at practice. But he was also real close with us, you know, like he personally got to know us. Um, and I got to say, I never really experienced that either playing for a hockey team where your your coach is like almost like a like a buddy. But at the same time, he's there for business. Exactly. You know, and I, I like that, though. But like he could he could joke around with us. He'd be in the locker room joking around with us, just like one of the guys. But when it came down the time, you know, came down to it, you know, we actually had to get things done. He was serious. And I, I like that duality of him. A lot of coaches, they're either too serious or they just yeah. don't care. It's just, you know. And uh, Will, uh, so he, he took me on into CPP. I used to play for um, another team here in the area. Uh, Will had invited me to come play for his team. Uh, so the, I played two years uh, for Central Penn. And uh, I first met him at the practice. And, you know, he was a really nice guy. I could tell, you know, he was serious and all. But at the same time, you know, uh, he, it was great that he took me onto his team because I, I just didn't like playing for the other teams in the area. And like he told me, and assured me that it'd be great playing for Central Penn. He was correct. You know, it was definitely the best organization I had played for. Uh, uh, probably the most fun two years of hockey I had. My last two years of hockey, definitely the most fun for me. And so I, I think I attribute that to him and the organization that he runs. So, Absolutely. Now, uh, we're going to get into the good stuff here. <laughs> last season, right? Yeah. And... Did you have that certain team that you knew going into the game that you were going to be fucking jacked up to play against and you knew it was going to be a fucking good game? Yeah, there was a couple teams, honestly. Uh, Go ahead, say it. It's fine. It's fine. Go ahead and say it. Go ahead. Uh, I got to say one team that I knew about, uh, the Long Island Edge. and We played them in EJ. And the first time we had played them, they – they were a double A team, right? And we okay. weren't. And so when we were playing against them, like we really like you know, we didn't match up to them. We saw their yeah. record and we're like, it's gonna be a tough game. And they they beat us ten nothing. But towards the end of that game, uh, gotten into a little scrum, and that's when I split my nose open. I got that big scar. You see the yeah. picture of me eating yep. the hot dog bun, <laughs> bleeding everywhere. That that was from that game. I had hit somebody in my. My helmet was messed up, and it, it came down. It, like, cut the top of my nose, and it turned into a big fight. And I ended up, like, slashing somebody, cross-checking people. And um, after that, we had one more game scheduled against them. And I knew. I was like, oh, this team hates us. This team hates us, and we hate this team. And uh, they ended the next game early. Because in the EJ, it's two periods. It's 25 minutes. Yep. So at uh, intermission, before they jamboted the ice, Lowry had gone up to the other coach and he's like, we're done. We don't want to play anymore. We were losing five, nothing. We already had so many penalty minutes. Uh, it was just fights after every play, big hits. And like, he was going to get hurt or suspended. He just didn't want to take it there. And their coach had freaked out 
and like threatened him. What, what do you like? Uh, Lowry had a mustache at that point, and in his New York accent, he's like, "I'm gonna rip that fucking mustache off your face, tough guy, or some shit like that." <laughs> and and Lowry just walked away smiling and like. But that whole game was crazy, and they told me at the end of the game, they're like, "You're probably the biggest reason we ended the game early, because we didn't want to see you like just flip out on somebody." Mm. So, no. and then <laughs> there's a few other teams too. You know, go for it, go for it. Let's hear it. Let's Definitely hear it. You got you, listen, listen. Don't listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off. I literally just had Tucker and I had Ed Snyder's daughter on the podcast. Right, really. Yes. So, with that being said, like, I don't mind you talking about any other team. We're not – we're, we're going to leave Snyder as is. Okay. Well, we already – Does that make sense? Yeah. <clears throat> we know okay. there's, there's stuff going on with them, but there's, there's yeah. obviously other teams too. So, yeah, other teams, by all means, you could talk about right now. If you got stories about other teams, bring it up. That's Open fine Open the me. floodgates. Yeah, oh. you're fine. This is your form, Liam. This is your form talk right about, now. Uh, we'll talk about Red Bank, the Generals. That was also okay. a team in, in the EJ. They were a double-A team. Um, and they were from Jersey, pretty sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, you know, like the first time we had played them, it was during a showcase. And we only had maybe nine guys for some reason. I forgot why, but uh, we, we knew we weren't going to win. So, we there we fucked around we we were doing stupid <laughs> shit you know one of my guys lined up for the face off and he he was doing the stick tap thing where you go n h l and you try to <laughs> win the puck back and there we were there was teammates passing to the other team and like jordan the rush back to the net trying to score on our own goalie like it was just it was us just totally fucking around and this this team we had two more games scheduled against them one was like i believe a scrimmage or something and then another like EJ game, and was at Regency, and the one was at their rink in okay. Jersey. And so the first game was at Regency, and they didn't want to come down. Their coach had, was pissed about reacting the first time we played them. And he's like, oh, "I'm not coming down all the way to to Pennsylvania to play you guys if you aren't going to give us like a a good game." And Lowry was like, "I assure you, this and that." And then it just turned into a show at that game. You know, they beat us nine to one, and there there was yeah. fights, and we were fucked. And at the very end of the game, uh, I was just like, I'm going to go out there and hit somebody. And I threw a massive hit. And, <laughs> yeah, it just, it, I didn't know. And then we had that game scheduled against them in Jersey, I think, a couple weeks later. And their coach was like, no, you have to come out to us. Because he wanted to, like, you know, just punish us for not, yeah. not wanting to, um, like, play the way he wanted us to play. And we just ended up not showing up. And I guess they're just pissed about it. <laughs> we, we just didn't even get now that drive all the way out. Of here. <laughs> the one, the one video I see, I, I think it's at Click Lewis, where a guy you hit a guy, you trucked a fucking guy, and then you had another guy trying to take a run at you, and you fucking dropped him too. So that was my my last shift of youth hockey. I there was like three minutes left in the, the third period, and it was a tournament game. We were playing the Beach Lightning. And they're from mm-hmm. New York. And uh, we were winning three to one. I was like, you know, I think we got this one in the bag uh, for sure. And I see I was in the corner. I had that little battle and I, I fell down and I got up and I see that kid like elbowed one of our players. And I just gave him a nice cross check into the numbers. And uh, I see his other teammates skating right at me like full force. And I was using somebody else's stick, cap stick. And yep. I he came at me and I just got him right in the neck. 
and the stick snapped across his neck, and I got him in a, in a headlock, and I just threw him right down and got on top of him, thro- started throwing punches and everything. And <laughs> I was just like, you know, if I'm going to go out, this is my last game. I want to do something that I've Go out with done. a fucking bang. Go out with a yeah. fucking bang. And I knew we were going to win, and so that's exactly what I did. And, man, I, I don't regret it. I got off the ice, and everybody was giving me fist bumps, like, good shit, man, good shit. And, you know, even – uh, Lowry wasn't mad, you know. I thought he was gonna like flip his shit, like, what the fuck, you're going to the labor camp or something. But yeah, he didn't even do that. He was just like, I love it, man, you know. Now, last season, right during your run, like you guys, what, where, where did you guys finish at in the standings, like regular season wise? I believe we were second. Team Philly was above us. Okay. Yeah, and we were second. Now, but now they going, did by percentage though. Now going into going into the DVHL playoffs in Aston, right? Yeah. Did you guys have that feeling like you went in knowing you were going to win, or did you guys have you know like nervous doubts, or did you like obviously you you guys believed in the system with Lowry and Will, right? Yeah. So we did, did, we did. did you did you guys like know like you as a fucking human being? I know you're an animal, so like you. I wouldn't worry about, but other guys on the team, you know what I mean? Like having that, oh shit, you know, we're in the playoffs. Now we, you know, we really got to fucking step it up. Did you guys as a group know you guys were going to go all the way or was it like basically like a Cinderella ending for you guys? I think, I think anybody says that they wouldn't be nervous going in the playoffs is a liar. But yeah. there's a difference, you know, between being overly nervous and still having confidence and having no confidence at all. Yeah. And I think we, we had that that swagger, that confidence. Uh, you know, because we'd been winning so many games in the DVHL, and we played all these teams before and won. And we knew we could beat them. We just didn't know, like, what, you know, the, the atmosphere, the dynamic of the game is in playoffs. Everything's different. And so we just didn't know what to expect. But we knew that we had great coaches on the bench. Our team was great. Our goalies were great. And we were ready for sure. We just had to execute the biggest thing. Um and I, I think going into it though, I had a feeling that we could, for yeah. sure. That now, was, was there one? Now, was there one game during the playoffs that was harder than the next? Like obviously the championship I, game, I, the I, hardest I, one out of all. I, honestly, I think the championship game, but the the, the York game when we York the Devils, yeah. uh, it was a tough game. I feel like in the beginning it was kind of back and forth a little bit, but then yeah, we we took off with it, but. Uh, we had played York twice in the regular season, and we beat them both times, but they were close games. I think we beat them, like, five to three, and that was mm-hmm. a crazy comeback. We were down, like, four nothing and scored, like, or three nothing. We scored, like, four goals in a row, five goals in a row or something to win. Yeah. And then we played them at home, and we beat them three to two. So all the times that we played them, it was close. And we knew that they weren't a bad team, yeah. but at the same time, we knew we could beat them. And so I would say that, that was a bit of a tough game, but – uh it wasn't like we were super worried. We weren't like freaking out. Like, oh, we, we, what do we do? What do we do? Yeah, I, I mean, I. It seems like obviously, you know, you guys had a great run. You guys won the whole thing. It would, it would seem like after the first game, you're like, all right, we got this rolling. Then the second game, it's it's basically momentum thing for you guys. Yeah, that's that's all it was. We, like I told you, we had the confidence and the swagger that we needed. Uh, we just needed to execute, and we got it done. And. Uh, I think that the championship game was just the craziest game of all, though. It was such a close game. 
Mm-hmm. They, they had scored almost right off the bat. We had gotten a power play, and we turned the puck over in the neutral zone, and they had gotten a breakaway, and dude scored within like two or three minutes into the first period, and it was one nothing. And I think we tied it five or six minutes later. Yeah. Uh, we, it was Joe. He shot it from the point and mm-hmm. pulled a muffin because he, he just rips muffins. <laughs> but, uh, he got it in. You know, first goal uh, that wasn't from the red line. Uh, yep. He always gets lucky scoring goals from the line. Uh, but, and then it was 1 1. I don't think we scored again until the end of the beginning of the third. I can't remember. But it was just back and forth. Like shots were almost dead even. At the end of the game, it was like 36 us, 34 them. Oh, wow. like it, it was just, it was crazy. But our, our goalie stood on his head. We had Jackson in that, that game, and he made some incredible saves. I mean, so did the other team goalie, but I mean, he, he had some. some cr- shots thrown at him and he just he stopped everything he was a brick wall that entire game he was locked in absolutely and now that's now, the big now, thing. now your team last year and you see the team this year with with will the guys that you play most of the guys are some of the guys you play with last year new guys on on will's team this year right do you guys do you see the same chemistry on will's team this year than you did last year like uh, being being at the games, or is there is there a different vibe to it? It's a little bit of a different vibe. I feel like some of the players that we had last year, I don't, I don't know. Not to say that they're they weren't or that they aren't a close team this year or that they don't have chemistry because they definitely do. I mean, they're yeah. winning games. They, yep. They're a good team, but um, I don't think it's the same as what we had last year. I, I don't think that there will be another team like we had last year. No, there's something special. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's Something special in that, and and I agree to that because you know I I coached Tucker, Tucker and juniors going on five years ago. You know what I mean? And it's the group of kids I had there. Like I will say, were were great, and they remind me of the team that I have this year. You know what I mean? With with the kids, the kids I have, and you know the kids that I have this year. You you know them, and you come to the rink, and they're like, oh fucking Liam, what's up? You know, and that and that's just a thing that makes you a good guy around the rink and a good person knowing that you set that precedence with, you know, your guys on your team you had last year and younger guys, you know what I mean? Because yeah, with, with when we had the banquet last year, right. And, and this goes back from what I said in the beginning and you, sh- you showed up in like a fucking flannel with the fucking sleeves cut off. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I, I said, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And then I like, I got to know you. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not one to judge a book by its cover. You know what I mean? Then I got to know you. I'm like, this fucking kid's this, he's a good kid. He really is a good kid. And, you know, and, and talking to the guys with David and Gavin, you know, you put, you are a good influence on them. You know what I mean? And I just got to the rink here. I'm over at River Rock and they're like, yo, do you have Liam on yet? You have Liam on yet? You know what I mean? They're like, oh, like, like little fucking kids waiting for fucking Halloween candy. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, what they're, that's what they're like. They're like fucking fiend in here. They're like, oh, do, you have, do you have them on yet? Like, Oh, man. No, I believe it. I mean, I was I was reading the, the group chat because they were texting the group chat. They're like, Liam, when are you going on? When are we going on the, the podcast and everything, this and that? But um, no, I think I, I had a, a definite influence on these guys. I mean, um, even the younger kids, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I, Dude. my, my little guy, my little guy plays 12 U and he's always like, yo, you're having Liam one. Like, 
And I'm like, yeah, like it's like he met you at the banquet last year or whatever and met you at the Snyder game. And it's like, that's the influence you have. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah. that's a good thing. You know, other players have influences like, you know, you, you'll have a guy that scores, you know, a kid that's, you know, a huge goal scorer, 60 fucking goals in a season. And you got a little kid like my son going up to him and he just doesn't acknowledge him. You, you know what I mean? You're a fucking grinder. You're a fucking people person. And you put that out like, yeah, I'm, I'm no better than anybody else. Like, I'm Liam. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what you do. That's how, that's how you got to be. I mean, just be yourself. That's a lot of people in hockey. There's definitely a lot of egos. And there's people, oh, yeah. you know, that are good at the sport, but they, they walk around like their shit don't stink. Mm-hmm. And they're, they they don't have to talk to anybody and they don't have to be friendly because, oh, I'm good at the sport. But don't be a fucking dick. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. And it's a, it's a God's honest truth. It really is. And I've seen that so much. I mean, I, I used to play hockey in California when I lived out there. I lived my, there my whole life mm-hmm. until I moved here. I was 16. And I think hockey out there is a lot different than it is out here in Pennsylvania. Um, there's a lot more. I don't know. It's it's definitely more competitive because you have more. You have out more here? people out, out here there. Out there. OK. Out there. You have more people. You got to think, you know, in California. I lived in Southern California, Huntington Beach. And in that, that area, you got millions and millions of people. So the pool of players that you can choose from is a lot bigger, yeah. you know? Uh, so I feel like when you have situations like that, you, you, you're, uh, you're dealing with like the best of the best. And so I would say it was more aggressive for sure. There were a lot bigger players. I noticed that for sure. Like when I got out here, all the players were smaller, but out there there's dudes that are, you know, playing JV and they're six foot two, two twenty, And you're like, what the fuck? I, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, and they're like full-grown men, but out here I didn't see that as much. You know, you got the couple guys that are like, you know, freaks of nature that are huge, but not not a ton of them. Well, I mean, what 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 were you on skates? How tall were you on skates? On skates? Yeah. Uh, probably about six three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're 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 part of that freak of nature being on skates. Because uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you, skates, but... I'll tell you right now, like if I was fucking eighteen and I was like a buck fifty and I saw you coming at me, I'm I'm fucking hitting the ice. <laughs> I'm just fucking dropping big time. I mean, it, it didn't matter how big or small somebody was, I was gonna go at him. I don't oh. care if the dude was two fifty or one hundred and fifty pounds. I was gonna go at him. As you should. You you you, you know? play you play hockey the right way. You play hard. You know what I mean. And, that, and that's yeah. what's that's what's wrong. And I don't know if it if it was. The way it was last year, but this year, the ruling on hitting this year is you have to make attempt to play the puck, then you can hit a guy. Yeah, they did that last year. Some refs didn't care. There was games like, especially in Philly, I'd say. Exactly. Refs, yep. Refs didn't give a shit. But like, you know, if you play in Central Pennsylvania, like the oh, ref would get hit somebody, and they come up to you and be like, "You got to play the puck first. And it's like you're you're teaching these kids. To play the opposite of hockey. I heard you talk about that in your last podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like the opposite of hockey because if you if you do, let's just say, move on to go play juniors or college or you know whatever wherever you go, you know they're not they're not going to play by those rules. You exactly. Know? They exactly. Don't, they don't do that in juniors. They're not telling you to play the puck. If if you're skating with your head down, you got the puck. You're going to get drilled. A hundred percent. And it's, that's it's, and that's that, and that's and that's what I you know I teach these kids and I I taught Tucker's team as well. Is dude, you play the body, you fucking grind these guys and skate all over them, and you skate, skate, skate. They're, you play, you're playing hockey the right way. You know what That's I mean? Was, you, it was meant to be played it, that way. It, exactly. You're you're hitting, you're fucking skating the puck down their throat. 
And now it's like, dude, they're they're making hockey really soft. I get it for the younger age groups, like not hitting and stuff like that. Yeah, like 10 and yeah, 8 years old. Yeah, you know? yeah. I get it. You know what I mean? But even with, you know, Lanny, my kid, his, his 12U is if they're on the penalty kill now, you can't ice the puck. Oh, I hated that. Right? Hated so, that. so what are you teaching 18-year-olds right now? You, you know, you last year, my kids this year, Will's team this year. Like, what are you teaching these kids if they want to go play college next year or they want to play juniors next year? You, you know what I mean? The opposite of hockey. That's that's how you play hockey. If you're on the PK, you, you ice the puck. You kill time. Exactly. You get a line change. Like, you, uh, now you got to skate it to the red line or chip it off the glass and just hope it doesn't go all the way down. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, just – And then you, it's, it's your, your, you're playing with fire. You know what I mean? Essentially, you're playing with fire when you want to basically play keep away. You know, you got four guys on the ice against five. And some teams can do it because they have the skill set. But, you know, you're playing with fire, playing around with the puck because that one guy picks it off and goes in and scores. Yeah. You're, you're doing nothing. That's, that's not even – that's not real hockey. No, no high league, you know, a high-level league of hockey or high level of play mm-hmm. is playing like that at no, all. not at all. And if these players that are playing in the, you know, youth leagues that are going to go on to play in these leagues, they're they're going to be shell shocked when they get to these these higher up leagues and they the rules change, you know, mm-hmm. especially with the hitting for sure. I think that's the biggest thing. I think you're you're opening yourself up to have these players injured. But like look look at other countries, you know, like I guarantee you they don't do this in Canada. No, hundred percent like, not. Fucking 100%. Russia, like they don't yeah. they don't do that there. Yeah, you know right. they teach their players. You play the you play the body. You hit the right you know? way. It's the right way to play. I think yeah. they get their kids on and off the ice in Russia. I'm not sure though. now now two things i got for you liam um one being it's kind of funny is i showed up to the rink tuesday night right and i was talking to will uh, about using one of his goalies my goalie got suspended for saturday and i don't know if you heard if if they told you but he did an obscene gesture with his stick (laughs) (laughs) Right. I, I'm I'm taking a guess as to exactly what he did, but I think I know. Yes, yes. So he he suspended. So I was talking to Will, and as I'm talking to him, Lowry comes walking up, laughing, and he says to me, "He's like anybody you can have on the podcast, you're having Liam Gregg on the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> and he was just dying laughing, and I said, "Yeah." I'm like, "It's what the people want, man. You know what I mean? Like everybody's been bugging me to get him on." And then Will Will was like. He's like, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. See, that's the thing, though. Like, Mao, Mao is such a dictator sometimes, you know? He's yeah. just, <laughs> it's, it's so hard to deal with him. You know, like, he's, he's just like, I don't, I don't want Leo to be on the podcast because I don't want him to expose the Communist Panther Party, this and that. And, <laughs> you know, it, it was so sometimes because, you know, you say one wrong thing. Like, I told him one time, I was like, Taiwan is a legitimate country, and he flipped out. I mean, I had suicides <laughs> for two hours. I was sent to the, the factory to make fleshlights and stop oppressing <laughs> T-shirts. And, dude, my fingers were raw by the time I was done. This, this dude was just fucking ruthless. And, nevertheless, he's a great coach, but he's just such a fucking dictator sometimes. <laughs> and Liam was printing out Buffalo Sabres Stanley Cup championship T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was printing out just, like, 2000. Winter Classic Buffalo t- Saber T-shirts. It's such a crazy <laughs> shit. Now, <laughs> you know, I finally got out from the gulag, and I was I was out, and I got to come back on the team, and I was like, I'm so sorry, Mal, so sorry. And then 
he, you know, he let me play again. But you know, there's little things that he would let me, he would do, like you know, things like that to me. And now, he do it to all of us. It's so oppressive. Now, another thing is two things actually. Being you, you approached me after I think one of the games. Give me one second. Go ahead, you're good. Uh, you approached me after one of the games, and you asked me if you could come out on the ice and teach the kids how to hit, right? Yeah. Uh, by all means, I was I, I'm, I'm, I was cool with it, fine with it, and Will axed that right away. He didn't want me out there, I guess. I mean. <laughs> now, right. now what, is, what are you doing after youth hockey? What are you uh, doing so- now? Or, or will, or will you ever get back into hockey? I've been playing men's league. Actually, I had a game last night, but playing men's league, uh, Click Lewis, and so it's it's competitive. I actually played against Coach Coach Jake last night. If you know him, yep, yeah, I played against his team last night. Um, but yeah, I've been playing men's league. Uh, I've been doing MMH, um, and I've been staying in the weight room. And then on top of that, too, I just I work right now. So I work for Coca Cola, and I'm working towards getting my CDL. So nice, that's that's awesome. what I've been doing. Nice. I I think personally you should get into coaching. That that's just my I I've wanted to know where to start is the thing. You you come to the rink one night and I'll point I'll point you in the right direction by all means. Yeah, no, I'd love to. I've I've always wanted the coach. I think it'd be super cool. Like no matter what age group I'm working with, whether, mm-hmm. whether it's you know the eight U's, team U's, I just think it'd be fun to coach. You hear that, involved. Will? You hear it, Will? Because I know you're going to be listening to this. You got to get Mr. <laughs> Gr- Mr. Greg in the coaching. Yeah, Will, if you're listening to this, man, you don't even have to get me on the, on the bench. You know, like you could let me run a workout routine. You you already know I'm in the gym every day, pinning <laughs> Romanian peptides into my my <laughs> shit. You know, lifting. Uh, I've been banned from 17 gyms. I diverted the shower drains from the women's uh, showers. <laughs> To drain into a kiddie pool into my backyard. You already know um, I'm a lifter, okay? And if you want your team to be, you know, in tip top shape, which I'm sure you do, you know, you gotta have these kids in the weight room, you gotta have them doing their their cardio, this and that. And I'm I'm definitely the best guy, unless you want to choose Brady Fit. You know, I, I think I know you don't know him, yeah. but Coach Will does. But I, I would be great to run an off ice workout program for the teams. Now, one last thing. Are you available Saturday at 130? 130. Yep. Uh possibly. Possibly. All right. Well, we play Delaware on Saturday. In Delaware? At home. At home. Okay. So if you're if you're available, make your way out. I'm sure the boys will, will love it. Give them all juiced up before the game. I think I make it out there. Okay. Yeah. But other than that, Liam, you're the man. Not the last time we're gonna have you on here. All right. Uh, All right. Thank you for taking your time out and uh, talking to us. And uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. I appreciate being on the podcast and that uh, Mal allowed this and was okay with this. Um, You know what? You know what? You know what is if you're if you're up to it and Tucker's up to it, we'll have you on more often when we have guests. Are you cool with that, Tuck? Let's do it. Okay, perfect. If you're down with it, Liam, we'll we'll bring you on a lot more. Yeah, just let me know whenever and i'll be down to be on the podcast i thought this was pretty cool you know you awesome. ask good questions yep uh, first time being on a podcast so it was it was interesting for sure and um yeah i'll definitely be back on awesome appreciate it man thank you no problem great yep. talking Let, later buddy Thanks, All right. man. see you man so that's it that's that's living legend central pen panther 
Liam Gregg, uh, I, I, like I said, man, I, I would love to have him on more. He's, he's good, very knowledgeable, good guy. He started loosening up there for at the end. Can you tell? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. you know, it sounds like a kid I would have loved to have met. met oh, dude. Yeah, he, he, yeah he's, he's, he's a good he sounds kid. Like, he sounds like a player that's right out of my playbook. Exactly, 100%. <laughs> but other than that, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we appreciate it, and uh, stay dusty. Stay dusty.